The Trump of Lies podcast. I am your host, DJ MTK, powered by West Coast Radio. And today's episode is the after party. Woo! Episode four, episode four, ladies and gentlemen, and it is a celebration. I mean, how does it feel this past week to have some normalcy back in our lives? And I, you know, this may be the last episode. I mean, we're, we're kind of getting back to normal. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I really don't know. I'm asking you guys, I mean, you know, email me and let us know. Info at westcoastradio.tv if you want us to continue. Because on today's episode... You know, it's we're having an after party. We really want to celebrate it, but there's also the aftermath, right, of Trump leaving. And it really I really started thinking about like what is the aftermath here? What have been the consequences? And you know, some of the things that came up in this aftermath of normalcy now is what are we left with? What did Trump leave us with? All the garbage that we now have to clean up. Yeah, it's the after party and we all want to celebrate because his punk ass is fucking out of there. You know, because you're watching these press conferences now and they seem boring, right? They seem boring. It's like, oh, this is what a press conference is supposed to be like without Kaylee McEnany in there. Jen... Paskey now, uh, redheaded, I like her, um, you know, very, very professional. She, there, there's not a lot of question where she has to sidestep because you have someone in power that every day when you go to the office is like, okay, I got to go in there and fucking dodge bullets. Now, McEnany, she was one of a kind with Sarah Sanders as well. I mean, because they were always blowing that Trump trumpet. And always, whatever he did, he could do no wrong. And there's a couple things on these press briefings I've been watching. When they ask them questions of like, well, hey, what about this? They, they, she responds to say, listen, there is a department that handles that and we are not going to interfere. I like that. Unlike Trump, always interfering, always interjecting, always putting people out there that were part of his team that was like, why are they even... Why is or why are we intertangling both of these departments of you know our government? You're not supposed to be messing with that. But he couldn't help himself. He really could not help himself. So the aftermath, you know, if you think about it, think about some of the people that are now in government that are I mean QAnon. Let's just start there. QAnon, right? You know, and I was thinking about like what is the power of QAnon? You know, in one thing that they created and Trump then was able to put his stamp on, because what did Trump say? It was like, oh, you know, um, I really don't know much about him, but I heard they like me. Like, dude, like, you don't know much about him, but you're over here retweeting the fact that they think that 
The Democrats are kidnapping kids and drinking their blood. I mean, if you go down that rabbit hole, it's fucking deep. And the one thing powerful of what QAnon was able to do is say, do your research. Mm. Hashtag save our children. Everybody wants to save our children, right? We don't want, we want to all stop pedophilia, right? But they were able to get these, commu- these, these message boards through 8chan, I believe. And then there was another chan of, you know, basically loners and build this community of on these message boards to start going down these rabbit holes. And then you're able to use tools like social media to create memes and have internet trolls and have bots to then spark up this even and give it life. Then you talk about the propaganda behind it. The Q drops. Have you heard about the Q drops? And, and thankfully, this is now not so in front of your face because a lot of the social media tools have turned down the volume on it, but they're still out there. And that's the aftermath that we have been to clean up right now because it's super dangerous. So the conspiracy theories are part of that aftermath. The misinformation of being able to tell everybody that's on that side following him is like, you cannot believe the fake news. It's us against them. It's building the community. Then you have, you know, the aftermath of racism and uniting racist people together to say it's us versus them. The Republicans versus the Democrats. The division that we've been able to create in our country That is part of the garbage that we're having to clean up now. That is the aftermath. The tsunami landed, and now we're trying to clean up all the pieces. You now have people in government, congresswomen, Georgia Majority, Taylor Green, who is a QAnon believer. You also have a, you also have a, um, what is her name? Lauren Bobart, who also is one of these people that she is a, a U.S. representative. She feuds with a Parkland shooting survivor. I mean, think about that. That's part of the QAnon conspiracy theorist bullshit. These people are now in our government. So you got the QAnon, you got people in our government, you have the racism with Proud Boys, you have, you know, the conspiracy theorists out there all up in an uproar from the misinformation to the fake news, and you have the division in our country. So it's like, can we really celebrate? A little bit, a little bit, but there is a lot of work that needs to be done. A lot of work could be done. Here's a prime example. Prime example. This is Representative Green under fire for promoting fringe views. Listen to this. In this video, confronting the Parkland shooting survivor, David Hogg, on the streets of D.C., accusing him of trying to take away her Second Amendment rights. Responding to the criticism in a statement she wrote in part. She said, over the years, I've had teams of people manage my pages. Many posts have been liked. Many posts have been shared. Some did not represent my views. Now, this this. It's, it's, 
it's she needs to get the fuck out. That's what needs to happen. She needs to get the fuck out. The fact that she was able to harass a Parkland survivor, this David Hogg. I mean, my heart goes out to him. My heart goes out to him. And this is now the aftermath because of the people that we have in our government. Laura Borbart. Laura Borbart. She's another one. I don't know how to say her fucking punk ass last name, but Lauren Bobart. She's another fucking crazy out there. You know, she has this whole video of why, why she carries a Glock into Congress. Because her life is feel, feeling threatened. QAnon believer. And, and, and believe you me, this is, this is just the, I don't want to say it's the tip of the, the iceberg. However, we're now having to clean all this shit up because now they're inside. And lastly, and, and that goes all with the division that he created. So I don't know. I don't know if we're going to continue this podcast. Maybe we'll, we'll, maybe this will be the final episode of the season, season three. But I feel like there's a lot of aftermath of things that we, that needs to be cleaned up within our country because it is still divided there are still QAnon believers out there, conspiracy theorist believers out there. It is, it is, it's, it, think about this. If 75 million voted for Trump, half of them are QAnon believers. And it's like a cult. I don't, I, I truly believe not all of them are bad people. And it's almost like that Nixium cult. If you guys have watched that or, or heard anything about it, these women were branding themselves and branding other women because the cult leader had this circle and he basically mind fucked them to believe that this is how they could get their, his, their approval from him. They had to brand themselves right by their, right by their, uh, by their, uh, by their pussy pretty much. I mean like, and now that they were able to, they were so sucked in, they couldn't see it. And now that they were able to, these women have been able to step out they're like, oh my fucking God. And that's what's scary because I truly believe that's where these people are. And some of them need to see the light. Keith Rainier, and he got life in prison. That motherfucker deserves in there. And Trump needs to be fucking charged too. And I don't know what he's doing down there in Florida, but I know he's... He is putting something together. I know it. So maybe this won't be the last episode. But you know what? You know what? I I am going to take a step back. I regress. I regress. It's a celebration. This is the after party. Let's pop the bottles. We've had some normalcy back on our lives these past couple of weeks. Thank fucking God. I mean, even when you watch CNN, it's like, it's just not the same anymore because you don't have all the drama going on. It kind of feels boring. And I think to myself, you know, the aftermath with what happened with Fox News, Tucker, uh, Hannity, Laura Ingram, and now you got Maria Bonna, uh, Maria on there doing that at the 4 o'clock, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
to no open up for all those crazy fuckers. Every time, I don't even want to watch it anymore. I'm just like, these fools are crazy. They're dumb. And a lot of times too, when you start listening to these, you know what they do really well? I was, I was watching, I did watch a little bit of Fox. It's just like, well, you have to look deeper. Look at what they're really doing. Don't be fooled by the Democrats. This is what they're trying to do to you. Like they're just some evil empire. Us versus them. It's it's propaganda. It's a psycho, psychological war, warfare that they're putting on our country and it's worked. And Trump was leading that. He was leading the race. He was leading the pact. He had the loudest microphone and thank God now all these social media platforms have been able to ban him, ban QAnon, ban these crazy conspiracy theorists out there that's doing more harm to our country and to our own people. And you're able to turn off that microphone. The, the, the question we need to be asking ourselves is, since they've been taking off parlor, where are they gone to? The dark web? Where are they at? Because they're somewhere still communicating. There's millions of them. And what, what, what unites them is us versus them. It's the community they've been able to build with each other. We have each other's back. Regardless of how crazy they fucking are. Because I know a couple of them now and I stopped talking to them when I thought they were friends. And when I realized, it's like, you know, I remember before you talking about, you thought Bigfoot was real. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, that's cool. You, you ghosts are real. That's cool. You know, sure. Whatever, you know, to each his own. But then, you know, and I always had this, you know, image of him. I was like, and you're a little crazy. And then you talk to him and now they're down this road. I was like, oh fuck. I already knew it. It's not even no point in even talking to you. And that's, this is the aftermath. This is the shit we're cleaning up. So, you know, I don't know, you know, is it, is this an after party or is it the, you know, it's like the after party's over and now you got to clean up the whole fucking mess of, of the, of what everybody did. Cause everybody left, right? Someone got to stay behind and be parent and fucking still clean all this shit up. COVID's fucking just everywhere. New variants in town. Believe me, Trump didn't do anything fucking for us. He did a couple things, but they may, that's it. That's it. So I don't know, like, you know, I, I'm a full circle. Are we going to continue the podcast? Email me. Tell me what you think. We may rebrand it. The Trump Aftermath Podcast. If you have some names, let me know. We may not do this every week, but you know what? For now, like YG says, this is the Trump of Lies Podcast on West Coast Radio. We out this bitch. Uh, yeah, nigga, fuck Donald Trump.